Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the ProTaper Kickstart Podcast. <laughs> I was going to say presented by ProTaper. Anyway, it's uh, the Monday <laughs> after Fox Raceway 2 National, and we are complete. Michael Antonovich completes us. We have all of us here in-house, none of us on the phone. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Michael and his very tan legs from a summer at the Nationals mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. on site. So anyway, uh, guys, hell of a weekend. Pretty yeah. damn hot. Oh yeah. My gosh, oh, my gosh. It was terrible. I think uh, <laughs> at one point I got all lightheaded, and I'm all, fuck this. And I went to my van, and I turned the air on. I sat in my van for like an hour, <laughs> and the temperature thing on the dashboard said 117 when I got in. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's just because the van's hot. But after an hour of air conditioning, everything still said 117. So I don't know how accurate that is because maybe yeah. the temperature thing is right under the hood. Mm-hmm. But whatever, dude. It felt like 117. In the morning, I was, like, walking uh, down the vendor row area, and all the concession stands were there. And I was just, like, looking to see what the food prices were. And the snow cone stand, like, one snow cone, one flavor, 10 bucks. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 10 bucks. So oh I just kept walking. God. I was like, then I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I don't need that. And then second 250 moto, like, last five minutes of it, I was like, all right, I got 10 bucks cash on me. I'm going over there right now. And like, it was all melted. It was gone, right? It was this big, like, chunk ice. It was like... Uh, Dude, it might as well have been ice cubes out of the soda machine. <laughs> <laughs> they just were they like pre-made and refrozen? Uh-huh. Oh, so I was just like, sucks. oh, my God. But, yeah. dude, 10 bucks, I gladly paid it to mm. cool down because it yeah. was hot. I was there Friday, the Friday before uh-huh. filming Amateur Day, and that was the longest day ever. And there were a couple of us there, like us normal media guys, and every hour we would, like, huddle back at the media tent and look at the temperatures for Saturday. And, yeah. dude, every hour it, it was going higher. up 3 degrees. <laughs> like, when we got there that morning, it said Saturday was going to be, like, 92 and yeah. by the end of the day it was like yep saturday's gonna be 103 at 2 p.m it's oh crazy yeah. yeah i uh <coughs> Jay Sh- justin shanty at cowie mm-hmm. he helped me out i was like hey dude can i have a couple of those green rags and he goes oh yeah and so i soaked one in water and put it around my neck looked like a, a you know 50 year old boy scout out mm-hmm. there <laughs> bandana around my neck but dude that really helped right having mm-hmm. water evaporating at your mm-hmm. neck i guess that's where all the blood goes to your brain and that's what gives you your temperature sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that over and over and over throughout the second two motos. Yeah. I do. And I think that made everybody just like decaf. Nobody cared no. going into those second motos. Yeah. Like Dahmer and I rewatched the race and everybody's cooked after the first one, both classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, so many guys in How Was Your Weekend told me I didn't know if I was going to ride the second moto. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Moseman said that. He's like, dude, I, I cooked myself in the first one, leading, falling, getting back up to third. He goes, I was like, there's no way I'm doing the second moto. Yeah. He said, even on the site lap, he was like, I don't think I can do this. And then he pulled off a good showing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he said that. Maximus Volan said that. RJ was having a hard time. Yeah. I mean, how about what? Ken wrote on his Instagram that he barfed in his helmet. So did RJ, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you, after you read that on Instagram, did you look at the uh, late moto photos of Ken <laughs> to see if there's puke all I over? should. I should. Because <laughs> you can tell that, like, the last few laps of first moto, he's just drops off oh, like yeah. there's yeah. a mistake he's like cruising. cruising and then you're like whoa and what's then coop caught up to him and then he had to pick it back he had up. to pick it back up yeah. yeah 
Hey, Rayford, okay, so you've been at all the last few weeks, so like Bud's Creek humidity, Indy humidity to this. What's harder to ride in? For me personally, I think it was, it, I would say Paula. Really? Because you had, I mean, I grew up on the East Coast. I sort of, I mean, the humidity never really bothered me, but um, the hot, like super hot, just in your helmet, dry heat, that's the stuff that really just had me. Yeah. Yeah. We're just baking it. the whole time. Yeah. Just baking in your helmet. And you, too, like if you have like those slow sections, you feel like so claustrophobic in your helmet and you're just like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so weird. And I don't know. It's hot, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like super stagnant. And I don't know. It's, I would say this, yeah, Saturday would have been very, very tough for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, too, you know, like how it's a good trend, but you know how the trend now is a lot of guys are wearing full coverage chest protectors under their jerseys mm-hmm. yeah front and back i wonder is it hotter wearing it on the outside or inside it's hotter definitely on inside. the inside on the inside. it like traps all the heat like inside you so yeah. like that's what well, i saw her wrap he wears on his on the outside coop's been wearing his on the outside um dylan. yeah dylan wears his on the outside well, he, it's dylan just like always a lot has, freer yeah. too like nothing's like restricting or anything like that whenever it's on the outside i prefer outside over putting something on the inside really? or just not even freaking wearing one you know it's weird too how many people are starting to wear them again because mm-hmm. like 10 years ago it was almost impossible to get somebody to wear a chest yeah. protector unless you were going to like unadilla and you were going to just get blasted dino um at washugal he was gonna wear one like for first moto and then he's like no screw this like i can't mm-hmm. i can't wear it. it like it freaks him out it, he gets all claustrophobic like mm-hmm. that and everything it traps all the heat and everything next moto he's like yeah no i'm not wearing that yeah thing. yeah because, like, there used to be a joke that Don would have. Like, if they were running an under chest protector and you could see their jersey stick up, they looked yeah. all Euro. Yeah. You know, and then now it's, like, so, it's so common. common now. Yeah, yeah I think Kenny kind of started that, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, as far as I know, Roxon's always worn one since he's been here. Yeah, that Orkima one that he used to have, that custom one. He used to wear the ones with the elbow guards mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's good. I think it's good that guys are wearing them and mm-hmm. sets a good example for the kids and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's in a lot of the, the TLD guys' contract. It's, it's in mandatory every, in It's mandatory TLD. to wear um, either like an underprotector or something over. Yeah. Because yeah. that all happened from Cole's crash yep. where his kidneys got, or his uh, yeah. insides got messed up. Yeah. yeah. Way back in Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then mandatory in the Euros, too. Like, if you're on the starting line at a GP, they'll come and knock on the back of your jersey with the flagpole to make sure make you sure have a hard chest protector on. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, you were running around all day. I, every time I went to the rig, you were not there, but I saw you in the middle of the track. Yeah, I was out there in the in the track pretty much all day. Um, Jordan Jarvis, you know, she was an alternate both motos, so I was, stood up there for you know the start of the 250 races, and then uh, and yeah, we had uh, a pretty good day with the 450 guys, Jeremy Smith and Justin Rodbell. Uh, Rodbell, he went 12-11, I think, for 11th overall, mm-hmm. and yep. then Jeremy Smith, he was just right outside of points, had a tip over crash or something in the second moto pretty hard knocked the wind out of his sails um struggled with the heat a little bit but uh still overall a good day went smooth um yeah i mean we we did a little bit of work on friday with uh, rod bell at paris we did some bike changes and stuff and i think it was in the right direction uh so he felt a lot better uh he made a big change because the tracks from the east coast to the west coast are a lot different mm-hmm. um so and he struggled a little bit with his setting on uh on the west so we did some changes um and it worked out for the better he had a really good uh day on saturday so it's good i think they're uh they're at Glen helen today doing a bit of riding and then uh, they'll head back you know do one 
one day of riding and then we'll head up to Hangtown. So mm -hmm. be nice. Hey, how about the mood at Fox Two? Yeah, it was kind of like no one that. gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, no one. It was, no one it was pretty flat, right? Yeah, it kind of even felt like that after Indiana. Everybody's like, "All right, dude, I think we're done," because that's typically the last round. Like you've, yeah. you've been there, you've seen it. Everybody's just like, "All right, we're done, we're going home." Mm -hmm. And then, even me, when I was driving home, I'm like, "Fuck, I got two more. I got, I got <laughs> yeah. two more of these. I got to do. Oh shit!" Yeah. And then Saturday leaving, I was like, "All right, man, we're done, we're good." And then I'm like, "Oh no, I got to go to Sacramento <laughs> this weekend too." Yeah. So more. yeah, you can feel that like. It's like going to be pulling teeth this weekend, yeah. You know, yeah. Especially the 450 championships wrapped up, but the, and there's no real championship battles anywhere else. Like there's guys that are making moves in the points, but mm -hmm. it's if a, if somebody's not there, it's no like close. Who's battling crazy for position? Yeah. The biggest one's just going to be Kenny and Eli for second overall. Yeah. yeah. I think. Oh, well, I mean, I talked to Hartraft a little bit about it yesterday, um, just like with the points and where he's at. I think he's in 12th right now. Shock is like one point behind him, and then. Uh, you have a couple people like 10 points within 10 points ahead of him like and he he sort of wants to you know stay in 12th or like you know like mm -hmm. he doesn't want to drop down anymore you know if he wants to either stay there or get a little bit better mm -hmm. so uh yeah i mean he's going into this last round and he really wants to do good uh mumford same thing like mm -hmm. him and schwartz i think around that 10 to 13 area there's like a few guys in the points so there's a few guys that you know want to end up where they're at if not a few spots a little bit better but uh yeah everyone else i feel like for the most part is just got kind of over it yeah, yeah well, well when you're heart raft and you're turning in your best season result at the next last round of course yeah. you're fired up by yeah the yeah last exactly one, right? yeah yeah he was pretty happy yeah i was stoked for him yeah um <clears throat> so man dylan wraps it up yeah uh it's kind of like anticlimactic right because mm -hmm. you know he's way ahead of kenny mm -hmm. but uh <laughs> The guy was so pumped afterwards. I mean, obviously Dude. the brah, you know, the yeah. podium stuff, but like just in words, speaking to him, and you know, like the how was your weekend? I did with him was awesome. You know, he's like, man, I just, I still can't believe, you know, I'm, I'm the champion. It's so crazy to me. And then he's all, I would, I kill for this plate, mm -hmm. kiss the plate and stuff. Obviously, I didn't have to kill for it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was really cool to see him, and and it was good to see the fan base in his favor congratulating him yeah yeah, um, yeah. Really loud you know praising him. him for how good he is and everything instead of back to what is that two years ago with christian at yeah, yeah. at anaheim that whole yeah. Deal. Yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know who was more stoked freaking dylan or LeBig. yeah yeah i don't know if LeBig anybody's seen LeBig after the race but he was stoked <laughs> oh yeah lebig has been real happy all year yes yeah LeBig has just been on a high like yeah. he's like i forgot what he said he says do you know when we the last french champion that we had I was like, no. He said, it's been like 20 years. It's J and B. It's been 30, <laughs> 30 right? Yeah, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, and he was stoked. Uh, you know, it's the whole, the whole French family. You know, everyone around there, I feel like, was just stoked. There's yeah. like a French crowd that comes out to the yeah. Fox races. They were here the last one too. Yeah. I've ever seen them. Mm -hmm. They were shouting like the whole last two laps where I was yeah. standing. They were just screaming their, mm -hmm. I don't know, if it was their na national anthem or whatever, but they were, <laughs> they were singing yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yep. big, like French Moto Weekend as a whole has been huge too. You know, because mm -hmm. like they're all killing it right now. You know, we've we've talked a little bit about MotoGP every now and then, but like main guy leading that championship is French. MX2 guys French. Uh, um, Renault Vial's up there. You got Fevra and MXGP. Like they're killing it right now. And mm -hmm. so to see this little country just having top tier talent everywhere that they go is huge. Yeah, that's and that's got to be cool too because 
even as I watch the MXGP thing, I'm like, is there another Euro kid that's getting ready to, like, jump across the pond and come here? And I don't see it, mm -hmm. but maybe Dylan's going to spark up that whole next generation the same totally. way JMB did for DV and Ron Cotta and mm -hmm. all those guys and the same way those guys did for Dylan. Yeah. Yep. You know, when, when JMB came, you know how there's always been this anti-French sentiment in mm -hmm. American motocross? Like, you know, JMB came here, did what he got to do, and said, peace out, and, and left and went road racing, right? But he's, like, realistically the only... I mean, I, I dealt with him a little bit at Cycle News, and he was hard to talk to. And, you know, he was pretty arrogant and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, speaking with him now, he's the, the nicest guy, right? Yeah. But, like, you know, for Americans to be, like, American fans to be kind of anti-French racers coming here. But, like, think about all the French guys that have been. They've all been super cool. Like, Roncada, Tortelli was super cool. Yeah. Roncada was funny as hell. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, Marvin's awesome. Yeah, Sorby's funny. Yeah, Sorby's funny. The only one that was kind of a dick was uh, Porcel. Yeah, but Porcel was had a good dry sense of humor yeah. that I figured out working with him one day doing a shadow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of unwarranted. Yeah, well, totally. And I mean, there's some guys that are going to rub people the wrong way. I mean, totally. And there's always kind of that animosity, especially when they start winning, like, Ameri they start beating American riders. But Dylan's whole appreciation for the sport, for the guys that he's beating, all of those things, I think that that really cracks the, sh like, cracks the shell for him. And everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh, no, he's a super fan, too, so you have to like him. Yeah. Um, the big thing, good for him to get this championship because that's everything that they've put in. Like, talking to Alex, his mechanic, all year, this has been probably the most stressful time ever in that kid's life, <laughs> you know? Like, he, he didn't see his wife for two months. He's been working, doing every task possible down at the goat farm. And then every week, these last few weeks have been a challenge. You know, the chain broke. The master link came off at Bud's Creek in practice. They had a couple break issues through the year. Uh, that one in Colorado, a rock got in there. All of these things that could happen to stress Alex out have just kept happening. Mm -hmm. And Frankie even went over and told him, he's like, these next four weeks are going to be the most stressful you've ever had. Like, everything you think will go wrong will go wrong. And that's what's happened. Even in the last five to seven days, there was a lot of like, hey, is everything good? You know, there was worries. Is, is Dylan going to get sick? Was somebody near mm -hmm. them? Like, just crazy shit these last weeks. So good for, to see them get it all done. And especially with all of Yamaha's brass and everybody from the team still out here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hey, uh, earlier we were talking about, you know, the mood there. Dude, there was way less spectators at the second Oh, night, my right? gosh. There was because no one. Because I got, I drove right out when yeah. I left. Like, the round one, I didn't get home. We didn't get home till like, 9 o'clock or yeah, something, right? Yeah, yeah. I was home by 6.30. There was no one. Yeah, but another thing, I thought the same thing, but I actually talked to some friends that went. A lot of people stayed. So, because they had the amateur day, everyone could just go park the RV there. And so uh, I had a lot of people I knew that were staying there with their RVs, and they oh, stayed until like, Sunday morning or something. Yeah, until late, late at night. night, and rode rode pit bikes all night. So yeah. that was another thing. But yeah, there was definitely like even you just look at a TV or some of Anton's photos, especially the the On photos the going up the hillside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no one. It was mm -hmm. crazy. It seemed like everybody left after the second 250 moto too, mm -hmm. like ghost town, like well, yeah, jet winds and it was, it was just, gone. I, that maybe have been a little bit with the weather though oh yeah oh, totally. what was, can you yeah. expect it's labor day weekend everyone's at the river in socal yeah it's, it's 110 balls. degrees yeah 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 like kenny bell my roommate stayed home watched it on tv yeah you yeah. know stayed in the ac he's like yeah i went outside i went to the store and it was already like like 99 degrees and he's like nah, nah yeah. there's no shot <laughs> did he have tickets he was gonna go uh yeah i mean he had tickets he could have got them you know easily yeah. yeah, but yeah, he's like, no, nah, I'm sitting on the couch all day. Yeah. A lot of industry people didn't go. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people you would expect to see weren't there, and I get it. You know, the last two races of the year, they're chilling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was in the car melting, I was like, 
I had my text message open to Chase and Anton. I was like, guys, I'm overheating. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm glad I stayed, though. This was, was a fucking great day. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. it. So, 250s, man, it's just such a bummer to see Justin Cooper fall off his pace, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, heck, I, it's supposed to be a secret, but everyone knows he's hurt. He broke his thumb at Washougal in that crash. Been struggling with that. He got super sick a week and a half ago. Wasn't COVID, but he was real sick. Mm-hmm. That took it out of him. So he said, not riding to let my hum- my thumb heal. Took my fitness away. Mm-hmm. And then getting sick took the fitness away even worse, yeah. right? And he, says, he said, actually, after he was hurt at Washougal, he doesn't know how he won that first moto at Unadilla. Yeah. You know, but, but ever since then, you think after that first moto, he's just been not been himself, right? Yeah. But uh, it's been, it was tough to watch him in the pits in between the races and stuff. He just looks so down. And all that. And then Jet's obviously on this tire rip. He's yeah. ripping right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder, I was noticing this when we and me and Dahmer rewatched the race last night. When Justin did his podium interview, I mean, it was 15 minutes after the race was over, and he still had his gloves on. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, if it's that hot, that's the first thing I'm taking yeah, off. Yeah, you take your gloves off before your goggles. So on. I wonder if he's got, like, tape jobs yeah. on his hands that he's not trying to show people. Yeah. I yeah. bet. Because I noticed that in practice, uh, or sorry, not practice, qualifying. When they all cruised up to the line, mm-hmm. you know, they wait there for like 20 minutes probably. And Everyone's he's all gloved got, up. Yeah, he's all, he's the only, he was the only one all gloved up and yeah. stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how about <clears throat> how about all the cooling devices and Dude, things on the I saw some, I literally was Googling shit on Amazon, like <laughs> behind the 40 starting line. Like yeah. some of the stuff Ken had, I'm like, dude, what is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, it was crazy. Yeah. The, and then the Lawrence Brothers had the ice vest, but they had Nike symbols on them. <laughs> I saw that. Dude, Nike yeah. make an ice vest? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, because one, the one that they had a couple months ago was an Alpine Stars vest. I was like, was oh, it? that's cool, because I went to the Alpine Stars site and saw it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, of course. The Alpine Stars makes that. ice vest? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like wow, a chill wow. vest for, like, if you're, like, a road rider. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Man, they might be trying to work out some Nike deal. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, Mertz is over there freaking on the phone making calls. For sure, right? Man, remember when those first came out? Like, everyone had them? Mm-hmm. There was a race. I don't remember which it was, but Metcalf forgot to take it off. Was it Texas? It was some hot-ass yeah. race, and he's racing with that ice vest. Oh, my gosh. Like, I heard someone race with a, a camelback this weekend. Unless uh, he used class. to do that all the time. Yeah, someone was racing with a camelback in the 40 mm. class. It Maybe. might have been Stapo. Yeah. I think it was Stapo, actually. <laughs> or Surratt, yeah. off-road guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how fun. Like, now that you've gotten to see it, and you've seen Surratt ride forever. Isn't it cool to watch all this off-road influence in his riding now? Mm-hmm. Like oh, how dude, we wheelie stuff. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And yeah. I will, I can say this. He's passed me this year, blew my doors off. And some of the lines he takes are crazy uh-huh. good. <laughs> like, I mean, he's going all the way on the edge of the track and then cutting over ruts. And, like, he's finding all of these sl- smooth lines. Like, he'll slam on the brakes and cut across fucking 10 ruts and not hit a single bump. And I'm like... And I'm over here just freaking hitting every single <laughs> hole, bump, everything in the rut. Some of the, like, I don't know if it's knowledge from, you know, the off-road stuff he's been riding or what, but that dude, even Rod Bell, he'll say, dude, he goes places on the track that have never even been touched, mm-hmm. like, the whole day. Yeah. And he's the only one hitting these lines. And I'm like, I that's one thing that I struggle with. I struggle with finding smooth lines or something and being creative on the track. Not him. He is so creative on the bike, which is, I think it's really good. And his results have shown this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you saw the track like it was on Saturday, and especially as I would like stand a couple feet away and watch guys move, 
when you're in the air and you're jumping and you know the landing is just jacked, yeah. how do you move around in the air to get your line? Like, do you run into the face of the jump knowing, like, all right, I'm going to have to turn it this way when I get up there? Like, how do you know I mean, what's yeah, on the back bit. side of the jump or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, the, the track definitely changes every lap, but at the same time, you know, whenever you look at the track on the side lap, you're like, okay, that la the landing right there is fucked. So if I'm on this edge of the track, you know, I'm going to know where that spot is. Mm -hmm. You just kind of got to maneuver, use your freaking grip strength with your knees and sort of just pivot the bike a little bit, you know, on the side of the track. But Paula usually doesn't get ruts on the faces of the jumps like mm -hmm. it does on the Nationals. They, I mean, they were they were watering the track all freaking day because it was dry. But in the mornings, some of the, some of the jumps had ruts in them. So, yeah, you just sort of got to lean and do, do stuff like that yeah a lot a lot of people got cross jumped too yeah. oh yeah week, yeah do you I, think the track was worse this round than the previous round i heard a lot of runners saying this was like more technical and even harder yeah this track looked a lot more technical yeah. just just with like the rollers that they built yeah. and like the g outs everywhere and some of the off camber stuff that mm -hmm. they had built it was it was pretty gnarly this and time. just how every time you landed i mean it wasn't a smooth downside landing. no it was still yeah, like a er face everybody said yeah. the landings were too steep yeah. yeah. Wow. It's going to be interesting what happens to that place, that facility, because Saturday was the main track, guys. It was his last day. He's going to do stuff out of the industry. Mm. And so, I mean, yeah, he's been there for eight, nine years doing oh, the wow. track. So it's going to be interesting what, there was what some stuff happens. Yeah, I saw the big oh – you, yeah, you posted it, dude. And that's what I wanted to ask you about, because that was the one jump that I stood there and watched for maybe ten minutes. Guys would hit it, and it was just – landmines of like okay you got to rock this big here and it'll rock this big here and this this and this and they were just it was a six to eight inch groove that they would just pass through because if you hit that big rock that i posted it's over yeah you're dead it's over yeah, yeah. so to see guys like in the air know like all right i'm gonna take off over here and then land over here and then dodge all of that was unbelievable mm -hmm. crazy i think when you change direction of the track right even reshaping stuff yep rocks come out yeah yeah and especially that section of paula has always been notorious hill, for it. Yeah. like it's always been that way for the last five years ever mm -hmm. since they started letting utvs and stuff drive over there yeah. and they did a good job of like dude if i'm at the nationals i pick rocks up when i'm walking off the track like yeah. if i see a big one i chuck it to the side the landing of that jump was smooth before that moto started and just as they keep breaking it down and breaking it down everything just comes to the top mm-hmm so did you run out there on a hot track and move rock? No, hell no, no, no. I'm not trying to get yelled at by Roy Jansen. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, uh, Josh Faris. Yeah, yeah right? he was Holy good. Cow. Yeah, he was good, man. Yeah. On that new bike. I guess he took his suspension yep. settings. Yeah, that the he, FC that, stuff. No, yeah. he, wrote, he said he rode his suspension. Yeah. And he just put it on, on yeah, the Yeah, it was bike. just his factory connection stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's he crazy, didn't have yeah. time to test. So I was talking to him before the race, and he's, we were, you know, just talking about how stoked he is and everything. And I was like, what does this do for confidence? And he says, dude. You know, mostly for the start, right? Because, yeah. like, I'll get a good jump and I get gobbled up. And he goes, I ain't getting gobbled up on this thing. And he goes, I'm calling the whole shot. And I was like, okay. And then we're all standing by the first turn and the first motor. I'm all, Vree's going to whole shot. He said he would. But, I mean, damn close, second Dude. behind Volan, yeah, right? Yeah. But, I mean, both motos, he was in the top three, I think, yeah. off the line, right? Yeah. yeah, totally. And then he hung up He hung up there for a while. Yeah. 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 So he went 9-9 nine, nine for eighth overall. Right? Was it eighth overall? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a pretty good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So stoked. It's so funny to see all the Paris locals, locals just <laughs> around his pits stoked, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, I even Matthew, saw Free Matthew Peep's Cruz's post. dad. Yeah. I even saw yeah, Free Matthew Cruz's dad was yeah. there. Matthew Cruz's dad comes up to me at the race. Ah, 
Friday gets ugly. Like, yeah, we're all stoked for him, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, Free the Peeps. Jimmy mm-hmm. Sloan was walking around. Did you see his white sunglasses? No, I didn't <laughs> see him. I heard he was there, though. Yeah, he was there. I heard, like, the jerky. I heard the jerky guys. They were set up under an easy up on spectators. Really? Every lap that, yeah, I'd be filming over there. Every lap Josh comes by, the, just the jerky guys are just going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, so, uh, such a good opportunity for that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And what a good kid, too. I mean, he's, he's the least cocky. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the nicest, most humble kid. Great year for him, too. Like, yeah. incident-free through Supercross, really good learning experiences. Yeah, he didn't, you know, set the world on fire, but he did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And then to go do all those nationals and not really have any big incidences or missed races or anything like that. Yeah, because yeah, he was well, good. he's driving yeah. the motorhome yeah. to and from. Like, that's a big, that's a big yeah. deal. I mean, he stopped at my house, um, let's see, I think last year during during the outdoors, before, like, yeah, right Loretta's. After Loretta's. Yeah, yeah, right at Loretta's. He stopped at my house, and then... Um, Whenever we were doing that ride day and everything over at Bud's Creek, um, before I had my surgeries, um, he was there riding throughout the week, you know, during those ride days. They were just driving their motor home to each track, just, you know, yeah. trying to ride during the week, which is crazy. I mean, life on the road sucks, you know, yeah, and finding places to ride like that. So props to him for, you know. They've been through it on the road, too, this yeah. year. This, I mean, yeah, we heard all the stories. <laughs> yeah, right? And they're not even in their own motorhome right now. Their motorhome blew up a couple rounds ago, so oh they're God. borrowing someone's motorhome. Yeah. Through all this while they're on the road, mom's trailer got stolen at Paris. Like oh they've, yeah. yeah. You know what was cool is I was, when I was waiting for him to talk to him. He comes off after practice, and he's like talking and stuff. And then he's like, he has his goggles and his helmet. He's like, hey, he taps on the can. Is it okay if I put my stuff here? <laughs> so that's how like you know, that's how yeah. he is. He's not like he's not assuming. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sweet. But uh, you know what else hauled ass to you this weekend was Ty Masterpool. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he yeah. was catching Vries at one point, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. You because, know, okay, what? So some people were saying, why didn't they give the ride to Masterpool? Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. But, it, I mean, Josh makes the most sense because he's right under the KTM umbrella. Like, yeah. He's been there forever, whereas AEO's really the ones helping Ty do all his yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know that Ian Harrison at KTM has paid attention to Masterpool this year. Like, mm-hmm. he's been over there checking in, making sure they have what they need. Yeah. Um. And then as KTM wants to take on more of that 250 program, because I don't think they're going to be happy with just one 250 bike. I think right. that they're going to want more. So mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see who would be a future pick between Masterpool and Varese, because yeah. Also, I think Varese had a little bit of a better Supercross season. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, that's, and that's, that's everyone's main focus, I feel like, is Supercross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize, I think that AEO team does get a lot of help for Ty because yeah. I know AEO is, is real close with KTM so yeah. yeah yeah dude how about Ty and Hampshire off the start dude yeah so Ty was on it because he had two not so great starts and he made his way up there quick yeah mm-hmm. he, he rejoined the race next to last yeah right but uh yeah Shimoto after the race was like did you see us off the line <laughs> he's Sid Masterpool just smashed into and bounced off and took mm-hmm. out Hampshire but yeah. I just remember I was shooting photos and I was like wasn't to the point where I was going to start pushing the shutter yet and I just saw this bike like 12 feet in the air upside oh down, gosh. so I took a picture. <laughs> but yeah, that was gnarly. Like, I, could, I didn't know that it was RJ that went down, and then maybe two laps into the race, I see him hit a jump in the back tent and just goes like this. I'm like, oh, okay, it was him. It yeah. was yeah. him. Yeah. He, he came way after Masterpool, and he's like banging his levers as he mm-hmm. went through the first turn. Yeah. So, yeah, both those guys charged back. I mean, in that heat, too, that's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Hey, that start was decent. 
I think. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. For a right hander, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, I mean, it followed into that left. There was a lot of people piled up in every moto on the left. Yeah, that left. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, I thought it was going to be a lot worse than what it was. I yeah, did too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Who's? I think Hartraff said he preferred the start better. Yeah. Did uh, Did you watch Joe's uh, vlog? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really understand what he was saying, yep. but like yeah. I had to read the subtitles. Yeah. The subtitles. I'm not were, a very good reader. Yeah. You could tell some of them were they were all Google Translate though. A couple <laughs> words didn't make sense. In the <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I saw. I think it was his grandma and grandpa that were there too, because mm-hmm. I was up in the Fox thing uh, just between practices, getting a bottle of water, and I I saw his mom, and then I saw them. I'm like, that's cool. It's cool to see everybody come over and just like the Japanese influence, because like we were saying up in Salt Lake, you know, when he won that first race. He really is now probably one of the greatest Japanese racers of all time. He is the greatest. It's got to be. It's got to be now, yeah. 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 Did your uh, Korean buddy make it? I didn't even see. I think, uh, see, props to J-Min, right? Yeah. Because he came and he tried, did his best. You know, he's focused on accomplishing his dream, right? But then, like, I think think out of, what is it, 62 qualifiers or 68 qualifiers, he got 52nd. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He sent me an apology text after the race. What? He's all, dude. swap, I'm so sorry. I got 52nd out of 68. And I was all, dude, what are you apologizing <laughs> for? Great job. You know, you, yeah. you, you went out there and you raced. I mean, you were faster than, you know, 12 guys. Mm-hmm. You know, 12 guys that are from America that probably ride this track. It's so. the fastest group of dudes in the world. Like. Yeah, so don't, what are you apologizing for? You yeah. Know? But, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw him Friday pulling in with the motorhome and his, his buddy. He uh-huh. was super, super happy to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And like 250B unseated group at that track, that dude, you're done. You're you're fucked, dude. Like the if first you look practice, at the was first mud bog. It was it was a mud bog. And but that's how it's always going to be there, you know, because they yeah. got to get on top of it. But you're fucked. Like yeah. you're not going to get anything done in those first three laps. You're just going to road your bike, mm-hmm. and then the second time you go back out there, the track's going to be completely different, and you just mm-hmm. have to send it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I watched the first one a lot, and I was just like, dude. This no, is just terrible. a GNCC pretty much. Yeah, because the left side of the track over by the start was pretty good, but everything on the right side up on the hill was a mud bog. Yeah. They had to go in. People were like, JJ almost got stuck at the top of the hill in one of the ruts. I'm like, yeah. jeez. This is, this is bull crap. But, yeah. I mean, what do they do? You know, yeah. it, it is, it's 100 degree weather. You know, yeah. like, they have to stay on top of the track. They have to keep it watered. You, you know, can't they have water to put moisture. The race. Yeah, yeah, how to keep moisture in the ground, all of this stuff. Like, I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, it's tough on the guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, they could have like a quad intermission race and let the quads go out first. Mm, something. Maybe. Blow them out. Yeah. Blow it out of the turns out. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't or they should stick like a backpack on last place every moto and he there's like a pressure washer on the back and just waters the track as he goes by and does his moto. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Have you heard that Yoshimura is now making bicycle components? That's right. Their first product to market, the Chileo pedal, was over two years in development and now they're ready for your mountain bike or BMX bike. Made in the USA and available in two sizes, you have to see these masterpieces of machining to appreciate them. They're most likely the last pedals you'll ever need for your bicycle. Now shipping worldwide, check them out at yoshimiracycling.com. 
Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W, though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel-related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed on more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust Inspect Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. 
Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. Um, man, what else? I mean, I feel like the talk of the pits was uh, FXR Honda. Yeah, yeah there was a rough on, day for them. A lot of big news that actually came, like not good news that came out this weekend for a lot of people, but that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that leaves Cody Shock with no ride. Um, Mumford, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, people are trying to help out Cody and find him something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure he'll land somewhere. I mean, Honda, I think Honda does like Cody. Yeah. So I think they want to keep him on a Hondas, whether that be. You know, maybe a spot on FXR, who knows? Or not FXR, NCR or Phoenix. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I hear there may be talks of like yellow or even like I think they may have even had like a meeting with Pro Circuit. So mm-hmm. hopefully he ends up somewhere. Um, I mean, he does, he's deserving of something, obviously, because yeah, yeah. he's had a breakout ride. Uh, great Supercross season. You know, he was top 10 in points mm-hmm. in one of the hardest coasts that we've seen in a while. And then also he's he's been getting top tens the past month. Yeah, you yeah. got seventh, mm-hmm. right? You got seventh this weekend. Yep. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's been beating good factory dudes. And in the second moto, I thought that he was going to catch Kenny I at, yeah. towards the end there because yeah. he wasn't slowing down and Kenny no. was. Yeah, and he was catching him. There wasn't very much of a gap towards the end. Dude, there. how hard is it to ride at your best when you know you have no ride? Or, you know you got the rug pulled out. Sure. Just everything. Right? Yeah, it would be like uh, well, like Mumford had to do it. You know, a couple of years ago. I know, ago. Mumford's had to do it a couple times now. Yeah. But, but still, you know, like like I just saw Cody at Paris. Wednesday. Was it, like Wednesday or something. Yep. Did an yeah. interview with him. He's all stoked, talking all great about uh, his team. You know, I want to stay here. I'm, mm-hmm. And then telling me about Puerto Rico and all that stuff. And like, boom, you know, before boom. the weekend, just yeah. shot. Yeah, because I'll find it. Um, I heard he signed like a letter of intent and everything. Everything yeah. with the team. Yep. Yeah, and then and – then he was going to get like the next day from Honda too, more help. Yeah. Like, how, how does that even work? Like, how do you? Ha- I don't understand how you have a contract yeah. and everything like laid out for you. Whenever the next day, the team is just sort of Gone. pulled out from under you. I don't really understand how that works, but I, you know. So yes. if if you're Mitch, you got Cameron, Joe, Austin, Jet, Jet, Seth, Seth. Jeez. He's pretty much tapped so, out. Yeah, yeah I mean, the fifth you spot is not even a spot that he was wanting yeah, to Yeah, if you can make a sixth spot, but that's a lot of bikes. Yeah. But at the same time, do we really know, like, I mean, Seth Hamaker, he's good, very, very good in Supercross. We've seen that this year. But, like, is what racing? is his, like, health deal? Yeah. Like, he was riding he was there. that out. He was riding yesterday at State Fair. Yeah, he's been riding through the throughout I, the week. I, I hear I that one day he's good, the next, yeah. next day he's not. Like, mm-hmm. he feels fine, and then the next day he feels like crap. Yep. The concussion know. thing was the, the latest deal. Oh, okay. And then, like, the Bud's Creek crash that he had, like, dude, there was parts missing from the bike and everything, and he oh, got wow. up and tried to keep going. So he finished. I mean, he got a lap in and everything. Yeah. But then when they got him back to the truck, he's like, what? Like, had no – was just kind of out of it. Yeah. So yeah. then they had to bench him. He's supposed to ride one more time this week to see if he can pass. Like, hey, are you good? Can you do 230s? Can you do everything? And then do his concussion protocol still. Mm. But – He's good, you know. Yeah. Even when I talked to him at Unadilla, he's like, "Yeah, we've done everything to get it figured out." He rode great at Unadilla, all things considered, mm-hmm. and then gets hurt again a week later, and then mm-hmm. yeah. kind of put the kibosh to it. But you know, Mitch has got five guys, and yeah. and it's five guys that have, uh, other than Joe, have been there for quite some time or have been yeah. fed through the Team Green system that kind of yeah. pretty much got to be there. Mm-hmm. And then same thing for Star. Star's capped out. Bar X is going to have Carson probably. They're yeah. going to be a they're tapped. 
potentially a four-guy team again yeah. for Supercross next year, which people didn't even think that they had four guys in Supercross yeah. this year, but they did. Because yeah. they're all and out. And Phoenix right? Honda, obviously, they didn't do outdoors this year. If they mm-hmm. had Cody, I would assume that they would want to do outdoors with I, Cody I heard next something year. like Cody doesn't want to be based on the East Coast. Well, yeah. he won't. That's what he's working on is yeah. he'll do Phoenix, but he based out of here. Uh, yeah, and then so. that's like his thing. Like mm-hmm. Honda's even told him allegedly like hey you're good if you yep. call david and you get this going like you have our full support again like you have a guaranteed spot there just if he can work out the details to do it from here yeah. maybe go to north carolina a couple times to test, test i mean yeah. why why would you want to be based here when it, when the big trend in pro motocross is east coast so the tony archer thing i think is the big yeah. sticking point to that because tony's been almost like a big brother to him yeah. he's been living with him and everything so i think if tony can keep him there and then he can just stay in the epicenter of where he can ride supercross all the time mm-hmm. i could get that you know yeah but for the east coast thing you know as a delaware guy north carolina south carolina that's not that far no. so who knows who knows what he could do but even as they were talking this weekend there is more and more guys i mean the california thing there's nobody here now, really. No. Like, you guys, we've seen it firsthand over these last few years, but mm-hmm. even Anstey said, he's like, there's four guys that ride during the week here. It's it's not even happening anymore, so he's even going to move to Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's out. Yeah. Where is Anstey going to end up? Rocky, Rocky Mountain. Mountain. Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mountain Orange. Yeah. yeah, and that could be a three-guy team. Savage yep. could keep his spot now, too. Yeah. Okay. And where's Bogle going to go? Hopefully. Not sure. Maybe Hep. Maybe yeah. Hep. Okay. Maybe HEP, yeah. yeah. But then or I heard Hep talking, thinking about shock. Yeah. But yeah. then Shock would be 450. They want to be a three-guy team. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be Hart Raff. Is who's, who's seven deuce deuce? Well, no idea. No yeah. clue. Yeah. They, they'll always help out seven deuce deuce. Seven deuce deuce is like, you know, he's, he's their if guy. If he wants to race. Yeah. yeah. The Twisted T thing, like, they're in. Like, yeah. they're going to step it up. And then I had heard even that they bought some stuff from JGR, like some yeah. parts yep. and stuff. Yeah. And that's cool. And but they're I, even getting parts from Japan, too. Oh, they are now. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking a couple of weeks ago, as they've tried to like reinvent the wheel, and it's not worked out to everything that they thought it would. Dude, call everybody that MCR was doing Suzuki's with seven years ago when Michael Essie was racing Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. Bro, those bikes shot. were fast. Yeah. yeah, that was a good setup. That was bike. Chad from XBR. Yeah, 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 it was. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that you see, and you're just like, whoa, you know. But good to hear that they're getting more stuff from Japan yeah. now too. And and to even, I mean. Yeah, Jamie from Twisted, he does a lot of engines, right? I mean, he's doing the Club MX, mm-hmm. he's doing, you know, the AEO engines, everyone's engine, right? Um, I hope you're doing the like, Yeah, even uh, when Davey was leading the championship on Suzuki's and Rockstar mm-hmm. uh, Suzuki, Jamie was doing his engines there. So, yep. I mean, there's that. I mean, Twisted, he definitely knows. I mean, he's doing the Bar X stuff yep. on the Suzuki's. He definitely Those knows a lot about, you know, that Suzuki bike. So, yeah. um, there's definitely options to make that bike very good and competitive. Yeah. I talked to Wheeler a little bit, uh, Chris Wheeler. Yeah. So it seems like they want to do more. Like, he's like, you know, he always wants to do more. Suzuki will commit and say that they're going to do it. It's just a matter of does it actually come through. Yeah. But with what they're seeing with these two teams that have really not asked for that much, and unlike JGR that didn't sink millions of dollars into it, that's not bad. I could see Suzuki like slowly but surely just feeding into it instead yeah. of like, hey, we got to dump everything into it because you guys have dumped everything into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder when, when they're going to get that factory e-start. Yeah. Right. I, dude, I, every time I talk, I like next year, next year, <laughs> uh-huh. next year. Yeah. It's got it. Someone get. I don't understand why someone couldn't make that as a mod. Yeah, you totally. I mean, I, like I'm surprised I'm sure JGR could. didn't make one and sell one. Yeah. I mean, there was... 
company called Gokai that used to make electric starters for three wheelers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, can be that hard. Did you get that post I sent you on Instagram? All those that big barn of three wheelers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your obsession is with three wheelers, but you love them, don't you? No, only the Kawasaki Takati, oh. the 1987 Takati, because that's the one I never got. Oh, it's where gosh. they put move the radiator from the front number plate down like a motorcycle. Oh, sick! This guy, you know, I don't three know. Three wheeling's a good feeling. See, if we still were at Transworld and we were still doing, you know, the Slam Fest with the flat track race, uh -huh. I mean, I could very well have owned one by now. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. so I could That's smoke that fat Santa guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, those were good. Those yeah. were really good. Uh, the other big news was the Team USA not going. Yep. A yeah. uh, lot of blowback from that. Completely unwarranted. Mm -hmm. I mean, as we've talked about and we know, like, it, it, they were never going to be able to go. No. no. It, with how everything has changed in this last 10 days, there's no way they could go. Australia's pulled out now. They're not going to go. Mm -hmm. I really don't think that that race is going to happen. Yeah, the event I think might it's going to get turned happen, into right? another GP. Yeah. Because any day now, uh, the Indonesia, the Bali races are going to get clipped. Argentina is going to get clipped, but a lot of hate towards AMA, and it's like really. I see where people are frustrated, but it's completely unwarranted. Yeah, you know, they can't. They can't go over there. Mm -hmm. What we were going to have to do to be there, it's impossible. People yeah. that are at ISDE right now have already said too. Like you can watch Italy change as we were there. There's no way you could come now. Yeah, yeah. and it's crazy too to be in our country, and while you're there, potentially a standard or a regulation is going to change, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's like even when I was in Canada on vacation a couple weeks ago, right? I, you know, it was, it was all sweet, right? It was like no uh, no uh, masks or anything required. And then the, the third day I went in to go pick up my bike, it was like everyone was masked up. And they're all, you, got, you can't come in without a mask. It's like a mask mandate happened while I was the there. Day. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Wow. So because I had been involved in it, like going to be team photographer and everything, I've seen firsthand how all this was going so the first thing was we were all going to have to go over there and as a, like an effort to keep like team usa like team morale together we were all going to stay together so that's your first like oh fuck because if one person gets sick and you know the, the italian authorities know all of these groups are in there together they've already checked in and their contact tracing thing if one of us would have gotten sick we all would have had to stay yeah mandatory two-week quarantine there on your dime on our dime mm -hmm. and a lot of us would already be putting in tens of thousands of dollars to go there as far as the racers and stuff like that go is to get there and then you stay there everything else could change can't go do anything and yeah it was it was impossible and, and i had been talking to other people too the morale of going to the motocross nations would have been gone there would have been no partying in the pits there would have been nothing it would have just yeah. been pretty stagnant so yeah. bummer to hear that it's not happening but dude it sounds like mxgp is going to have a lot of more issues to come if Europe kind of starts going into more regulations. Because yeah. you see Italy locking down, but then this weekend the Netherlands wide open, had a full F1 race. So who knows? Wow. It's just so crazy that we're still in it. Here. You know, yeah. a year and a half, two years later. Yeah. And, I mean, there was a lot of talks about Hangtown not happening this weekend either. You know, having yeah. having more races at Paula or at uh, or at Colorado. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious to see how the, the air quality is yeah, up there. Because oh, there's fire. fires all around yeah. my girlfriend's dad just flew in last yesterday and he said like northern california you can't see anything like flying over it it's so bad That's and then terrible. i have friends in uh just outside of sacramento and they're not going to school right now because the air quality is so bad yeah. they're not allowed to go to school so yeah wow yeah, imagine being a racer dude. in that saturday yeah, yeah. i mean we're, i mean you can have to breathe that air heavily for an hour and a half mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you know mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be tough gonna be it's fun. gonna be a weird week yeah yeah, yeah. 
So you're going, right? No, I won't. I, you're, I'm not going. You're peacing out on your vacation? Yeah, I'm going to go on my vacation. Um, I think we leave like Saturday or Sunday night, but yeah. Yeah, man, we're going to Pujacana. Uh, like the whole the whole deal with... Oh, you that's know, where you're going? You, I thought you were going to the Dominican. DR. Yeah, what happened? I thought, well, I thought, isn't that Pujacana? I thought that's Mexico. No, no Pujacana is in Dominican. But you're going to uh, all-inclusive thing. Yeah, all-inclusive thing. Okay, I went to that a few years ago. Yeah, that's pretty how good. was it? It's pretty good. Yeah, it was Punta Cana. Do you get to like play golf once I'm a day? Huh? No, no, it's it's in DR. It's in, it's in DR. No. Yeah, my geography's terrible. But uh, yeah, yeah, everything you get like a champagne breakfast. Okay, like I'll tell you what. There's no alcohol in the free alcohol. Really? None, dude. Oh, even yeah. the beers taste like water beers or something. Yeah. Damn. But it's cool. It's a yeah. nice place. Yeah, no, like I mean, there's like the, all you can eat, all you can drink, all you can eat, everything, all of it. It's all good. Boom. Everybody's gonna come back all rusted out. Did you get exclusive like red, yellow, and uh, green DBK merch? Uh, no, but I did. Uh, I did go on Amazon and I bought a bunch of like flower shirts. Oh, you did. Yeah, flower <laughs> shirts and then like a bunch of new like swim trunks and everything. So it's all good. Yeah. Don't hey. please don't get kidnapped. I'm not gonna get kidnapped. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to. Like please don't get. Kidnapped. Does that does that happen there? Uh, yeah. it, you know, it's sometimes yeah. happens everywhere. You know, no, you got to I mean, do. I don't think we're gonna stray too far away from the, from resort. the resort. Yeah, yeah. 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 I took go, like, I, I took my uh, cycling arm warmers. Yeah. And the first day at the beach, I wore them. Evened out that farmer's town like oh, that. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. We might one day we might go get quad tarted on one of like the rental things. You know. Uh -huh. like, yeah. Me and Hartraft. Yeah. That might be raise fun. it up. Yeah. So it's you, Hartraft, and the Coopers. Uh, I don't know if Justin Cooper's going yet, but yeah, yeah probably. No, Jillian told me that. Oh, they are? They're, they're oh, okay, yeah. And then uh, I'm bringing a chick, obviously, and then, you know, because I wasn't just going to go by myself. They all have their chick there. I'm just going to like, what am I going to do? You yeah, know what I mean? one out. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm a, yeah, I got a, I got a girl coming. I saw her at Paula. Yeah? Yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was at Paula. Your chick was there at Paula? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh. Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. Not to be confused with the wind it was yeah, it was windy at paula did you notice that in the morning i didn't see no no there was wind <laughs> he's like i didn't see her yeah. <laughs> oh you're like being legit yeah no, it, oh, was, yeah. it was it windy, windy. It did get pretty bitch, windy yeah. yeah yeah there was, was kind of annoying they had to put a lot of water down on the course yeah that's for sure it's like man it's gonna look like it's gonna be a mud bog for the site lap yeah. yeah okay so anton is head to uh hang town you know I'm bummed I'm not going because Chase and I are obviously yeah. flying the Mini Major East at Monster Mountain in Alabama. But I mean, I'm bummed we're not going, but like going to Hangtown still like kind of makes me nervous. Yeah. You know? PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah. I was excited to watch. I was like wanting to watch you there to see if you act a little different. Yeah? Yeah. I was going to wear a cup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Oh, I yeah, because you sliced your nutsack open. Oh, my yeah. God. Did you have a close call? keep forgetting about that. A couple weeks ago, I was climbing over a fence at Bud's, uh -huh. and I had, like, these, uh, like, nylon shorts on, and I felt them snag. And as I just went over, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to hang on that, dude. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to the Sacramento Mile on Saturday night. Oh, dude. Yeah. So good. I'm excited, yeah. Well, you're going to be so burnt. Yeah, I'm going to be burnt. But it'll be fun. Dude, Sacramento Mile is the mile. I mean, yeah. the only one I think that's better is maybe indie really but dude there's gonna be like 75 lead changes through that race yeah i'm excited to see it because it sounds like a lot of people are gone it's a half hour away from the track so yeah. get all my stuff wrapped up and then run over there i'm probably not gonna work it super crazy but i just want to go see it and hang out a couple mm -hmm. people that we know will be over there so yeah do they yeah do they they don't race 750 twins anymore right yeah 
They do? Mm-hmm. Me and Dahmer watched, like, AFT from Peoria TT the other day, too, so watching them do, the like, the twin bikes there. Oh, no, there's no twins. Because even at the Grand National level back in the day, a TT is a 600 Rotax. I don't know what or I was watching was, the other it day. It was when I was. Yeah, I don't know what I was watching the other day, but they were sending big shit yeah. off the ski jump at Peoria. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Which I wouldn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, It's so weird to think that that was my life because it's what I covered for Cycling News. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't – the only name I know now is Shana Texter because we met her at that KTM yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you can't, oh. you can't beat the glory days of Ricky Graham. Mm-hmm. The Swap Moto Live fan base presence was, was – there at Paula though. Yeah. Did you guys get awesome. side a couple times? I like yeah. that. Yeah. A couple times. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Dude, every race people come up, hey dude, love what you're seeing, you know, love what you guys are doing with the podcast mm-hmm. and everything. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Have you sold more sketchy merch? Is there new I stuff have, coming? Yeah. Yeah. I have new stuff coming. Um, uh, AlexRay.co. I was actually, uh, should I do a giveaway? Like on the podcast? Like, And then maybe give away some merch? Mm. Uh, like anyone who buys merch, I'll give them a, uh, HAC helmet. Let's see. Like, <laughs> we'll do a giveaway. Um, I don't know. What should I give away? Is there when someone orders something? Is there a note where they can? Yeah, they can write notes. Okay, so then say anyone that orders something, the rest of this week. The rest of this and week. writes heard you on the SML podcast. You could throw. Something. Yeah, I'll either give them uh, an additional free shirt. Oh wow! A. Uh, Let's see. We'll do a jersey, and then I have some number plates. We can do we can do some number plates. Oh, so yeah. just yeah. So random random, random orders yeah. in there. Random orders. Yeah. How, ma- how many extra shirts are out in the in the potential prize package? What do you mean? Like okay, so if they write, heard you on the SML show in the notes. Yeah. Randomly, you'll give away a jersey, some plastic, yeah. or an extra shirt. Yeah. Right. So how many extra shirts are there up for grabs? One. What do you mean? Like, just like one shirt? I wouldn't say this because you might give away like three dozen t shirts. No, like just one shirt. Yeah, they get like an additional shirt. So, everybody, yeah, but how many people are you going to give it to? No, yeah, everyone. Oh. Everyone. Oh. everyone for the week. Everyone. It, each order cow. Each order will get a extra shirt. Jeez. Oh, nice. So, if they buy a shirt, I'll give them a shirt. Everyone who orders anything this week ending on Friday. Okay. Yeah, because you got to get a shit wow. by Friday. Two, yeah. Two for yeah. one. Yeah. You That's a pretty good deal, guys. Anyone who orders the uh, shirts this week gets a two for one, or or a, jersey. a prize, yeah, yeah, or a prize. When you hey. run out of shirts, you can do jerseys. And yeah, exactly. Stuff. I got a uh, I got a two for one on my Rod Bell order. Damn, a black shirt. And he gave I like me his tags. Yeah, yeah, the tag says his girlfriend's cool. butt on it. <laughs> Dude, his girlfriend. Yeah. There have been times at the races this year that I've like stopped shooting. I'm like. Man, fucking good for Rod Bell. Good for him, right? Good for Rod Bell. Good like, for he'll him. throw a whip, and then I look over and I see her watch, and I'm like, man, good for that kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool to see him and his dad on the line together this weekend. Oh, too. dude, it was great. The him pitcher, and Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Larry, Larry was on top of it, man. He's he's a freaking funny dude. He would have to be. Oh, dude. That, that whole, like, them two, that little team right there they got, dude, good on them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you guys excited for Mini Major? No. Not really, mm-hmm. no. Well, I mean... Have you been to Monster Mountain? No. It's cool. I don't, I don't want to go because then I'm just going to be like, wow, I wish I could ride this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I'm excited because it's a cool race. It's cool to watch all the little kids and stuff. Yeah. I'm just not excited to go to Alabama on my birthday. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. You know? I just, I'd rather how, be old, what, what, how old do you turn in? Like, 65? Yeah. <laughs> 63. 63? No, 53. Dang. When you get your uh, 
what, what is it? Uh, senior citizenship. Is or, do you at, go to at Denny's? At Denny's? Yeah, at Denny's. I don't know. Hopefully. When's soon. the discount? Fifty or fifty-five? I thought it was 65 55. or 62 uh, or something. Because people are living longer now. I'm not going to live that long. Okay. I'm going out. Ball of flames. <laughs> Probably like on Insidious or something at Greer. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to die in Canada. Canada? A Whistler? Yeah. Probably that. Why would you do that? Steep, That's such that, a. That steep rock thing that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's Eesh. a process for everyone to get your body back over here. He, oh, that one got to bring me back. It's going to have to <laughs> quarantine there for two weeks. <laughs> 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 on Saturday, he even stopped me. He's like, if I die out here, I'm going to be pissed. Like, if I have heat stroke and die of Paul, I'll be so fucking mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the last place I would want to die. Yeah, yeah, right? Oh, geez. Oh, actually, Glen Helen. Suck. I hate Glen Helen. Yeah, Glen Helen would be way worse. <laughs> so, so uh, man, we've talked about it a little bit, but, uh, you know, our, our thoughts are going out to truck driver Taylor, who lost his mom while he was out here last week. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he's back on the road and working and. Yeah, man, let's hope Putting so. the miles in and, uh, you know, feeling better about things. Yeah. Who's driving your rig now to Hangtown? Uh, Jason, uh, the team owner, he's going to be flying here tomorrow night to start driving it to Hangtown. Wow. Yeah. He's going to be in town. We need to try to hook up with him. Well, I mean, he flies in late and he's just going to oh, freaking get off the plane, it. hop in, and peace out. Oh, so. dude. Committed. Commitment. But yeah, but for sure. Mm. Yeah, so. Hey, um. I'm sure you might have heard, but Daniel Baker, I'm, you might have remembered him, the amateur racer from yeah. two years ago, the yeah. turn pro. Dallas is so car accident. Yeah, passed away. It was so, so sad. So sad. Yeah. yeah. He and just got a house, too, yeah. I heard. And great kid. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure you were around him a lot. Yeah. Back East kid, but I couldn't have met a nicer kid yeah. those couple years that he was around. And so yeah. I saw that on Sunday. It just gutted me. So I hope everybody that, mm-hmm. you know, friends with him and everything are all good. Crazy. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, it's terrible. Hmm. <coughs> well, damn. Not to end on a bad note, but uh, everyone, just go to alexray.co and get your sketchy merch. Yeah. And oh, congrats, get, Cameron and Maddie. Yes. Yeah. They, congrats, they're proposed. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Busy week. Busy, busy week. Jeez. A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> but so he proposed now. Is he gonna get married this time next year? I would think yeah, so. Because everyone gets married right October. After, everyone gets married in October. Yeah. yeah. I have to wait a year. It was funny because I was talking to people about that, uh, just about like how, how you have to fit your wedding in <laughs> wherever. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everybody now is just like, "Fuck, we're gonna do it on a Wednesday. We're good." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll get it done. Isn't Will doing his during the week? Will Hans is like on a Monday or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, dude. There's a lot of people. Jed at Husky. They just got married. Just that like middle of the week. Just hey, yeah, we're done. We got to take care of. Yeah. Yeah, I I RSVP'd to Will in the middle of Paula the other day. Oh, you did. Sunday. Yeah, I was like, hey, I forgot to send the thing, but yeah, I'll be there. No. He'll probably forget. I'll be back out in like three weeks for Casey's hmm. wedding. Casey, oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. Casey Davis marrying my niece. Jeez, he's going to be part of the fam. Yeah, it's, it's when your son becomes your nephew, right? Yeah. Huh. Did you hear the news? What's the Yeah, news? you're going to I'm a minister. Yeah. Yeah. I got ordained online <laughs> in about 45 <laughs> seconds. So it's minister <laughs> swap to you guys now, right? All right, minister swap. Yeah. I'm going to come to you for my confessions. I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a while. We know you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know about <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, guys, hey, thanks for uh, checking out the Monday Kickstart podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper, manufacturers of the revolutionary Sella whole shot device and more. Uh, right. We will talk to you next Monday. You'll be in the DR. Are you going to call in? Uh, yeah, I have a layover, I think, for a few hours in Miami. We'll just have to see what uh, what time I land and everything. So, uh, yeah, maybe we can figure something out for uh, Monday morning. 
Yeah, because um, we are red eyeing to Miami, so we'll see what time I land there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Now until Friday, get your cool. sketchy merch, or you'll get a jersey, number plates, and some free shirts. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.